Listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for joining us. Hollywood rolls out the red carpet this weekend, kicking off its 2017 award season with the Golden Globes on Sunday. The films up for top awards arrange from a drama dealing with race in America to a musical film about artists falling in love in LA to a dark comedy about a vengeful anti superhero. What should we expect from this? year's awards what are the controversies what films should have been included and are not on the list and what are some of the films up for more obscure awards that we should keep an eye on the detroit film theater's new year begins tonight the schedule also includes several nights giving you the chance to check out the short films and documentaries that are now that will be nominated for academy awards in february and march Uh, joining me now to talk about movies and the run-up to award season is Elliot Wilhelm, the curator of film at the Detroit Institute of Arts and director of the Detroit Film Theater. Elliot, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you, Stephen. Always yes. good to see you. Yes, always good to see you. So I have a confession uh, before we even get into this. I, th- I think I have seen fewer movies uh, that are that are going to be nominated for awards this year than maybe any year that I can remember. Well, I will grant you absolution for your confession. <laughs> However, uh, only under the condition that a number of those films you do eventually catch up. I was going to say, I usually, it was a pretty good year. I usually go on a little bit of a binge, right? Before, you know, between Oscar nominations and the ceremony, and I try to go see as many of the best film nominees as possible. Uh, but but this year I I feel like I will be buying a lot of tickets in a short period of time because I'm really really behind. I haven't I haven't seen Moonlight. I haven't seen. Uh, boy, I'm trying to even think. If you of haven't the names seen Moonlight, of... <laughs> then you could sort of stop right there yeah, because right. Moonlight <laughs> Moonlight is is um, not only the movie of the year. But it's a movie that, despite all of the praise that it gets, and, uh, you know, you hate to overpraise things because then people say, oh, I thought it was going to be the greatest film ever made. Well, fine. But <laughs> this is a film that's going to outlive uh, all of us. Yeah. And not seeing it now that's, is a shame because a you're pretty, not going to be seeing it on the big screen. That's a big statement. It is a visual experience as much as anything else. Yeah. Um, I was uh, astounded to realize what a what an amazing visual experience it was because I had seen... Uh, the director Barry Jenkins' earlier film. We showed it at the Detroit Film Theater back in, I think it was 2007. His first feature film was a little picture called Medicine for Melancholy, about two young people falling in love in San Francisco. Uh And it was a quintessential independent movie, but it had something wonderful, and that was its, its dialogue, its performances, its ability to, with very little in the way of resources, create uh, a, a real believable relationship between these two people. Yeah. And then there was nothing heard from Barry Jenkins for quite a while, uh-huh. except that he was a volunteer usher out at the Telluride <laughs> Film Festival, which he had been doing for many years. And people knew him, and people talked to him about movies. And then this year at the Toronto Film Festival, I plopped myself down in a seat in, uh, and they showed it at the big IMAX theater for, for press screening, yeah. uh, his new film, Moonlight. And I walked out um, having that thing happen to me, which after 42 years of doing this job, Stephen, you you always think, oh, I think I've seen everything. <laughs> I think everything's a retread of something else. But what you always secretly hope for 
every time the lights go down is that you are going to be once again astonished and walk wow. out saying, you know, there are things possible that I... That I hadn't thought I, of. I had wow, not that realized. is really high praise. It, it's, it's so exciting. There is really nothing to me for a movie lover like that sensation. And I had it that afternoon when I uh, saw Moonlight. I have only seen it the one time. I have not gone back to see it again for uh, a kind of personal reasons. I, I, I like to experience my memories of a film that affect me that strongly yeah. for a while and, and let it you, kind of sink yeah. in. It's why I go to the movies alone, too, yeah. because I, I don't like to immediately talk to people afterwards. Huh. What, well, what did you think? Give me about three days. Let me think about it. I will it. let yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, we have, a, we have a clip of uh, Moonlight that we want to play for the listeners here. This one time, I run by this old, this old lady. I was running, hollering, cutting a food, boy. This old lady, she stopped me. She said, running around, catching a boy that light. In Moonlight, black boys look blue. You blue. That's why I go call you. Blue. Say your name, Blue. <laughs> nah. At some point, you gotta decide for yourself who you want to be. Can't let nobody make that decision for you. Wow, that's a clip from the movie. Moonlight, which is among the nominees for best uh, best picture, um, in in that dialogue, uh, you heard a little bit of um, Alvin uh, McCraney's original dialogue. He was the playwright who who wrote um, this original play. Uh -huh. It was originally called In Moonlight, Black Boys Look Blue. Yeah, yeah. The title was changed. A good deal was changed from the play. I've never seen the play. I don't know if it was actually ever produced outside of some small productions. Um, but uh, he and, and Barry Jenkins have turned this into uh, what is essentially a three-act play. And, and there's no denying that there is a theatrical structure to this picture. It's about a young man who is uh, clearly in a difficult situation in his youth. You don't want to give away too yeah. much about what happens, <laughs> yeah. but it's a, it's a, a, a classically nightmarish situation in, in which uh, a young boy is um, being raised by his crack addicted mother yes. and he ends up coming under the the wing of um not just the protection of but but the influence of uh the the person who who deals her her drugs and you stop and you say this <laughs> this can't be good <laughs> this could go very bad, um, right? but it's a movie that shows us that every human being has many sides yeah. and every situation has many different possible outcomes, and inevitability is is not always written. And we see this young man played by three different actors during the course of the film, yeah. and we see three acts, three stages in his life. To be able to take the, um, the, the greatness of a good theatrical experience, transfer it to the screen in a way that is visually thrilling, actually, and yet preserve that theatricality, make the dialogue and the performances tough to as do important that. as they are with a relatively small cast. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of miraculous. And yeah. next time I see the picture, yeah. I'm going to try it's and gonna figure be, out how he did it. It's going to be first on my yeah. list. All right, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation about movies, movies in the uh, run-up to the award season in 2017 with Elliot Wilhelm of the Detroit Film Theater. Stay with us on Detroit Today.
You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. My guest is Elliot Wilhelm, the curator of film at the Detroit Institute of Arts and director of the Detroit Film Theater. We're talking about movies, movies in 2016 that will get awards here in 2017. We were just talking about the Golden Globes, which are on Sunday, uh, film uh, Moonlight, which seems headed for much acclaim this year. I had to admit that I just have not seen enough movies this year and really talk intelligently about them, but uh, that's why I have Elliot here. Uh, Elliot, let's talk about the DFT, though. You guys have a lot of stuff planned this year starting tonight. Uh, that's when your year kicks off, right? It's uh, beginning this evening is our 2017 year. This is technically the last film on our previous season's brochure, okay. but we don't <laughs> live by brochures. Um, <laughs> we kind of live by the clock, and this being the beginning of our 2017 year we opened this evening with a film that we first showed uh, 30 years ago uh, a little over 30 years in 1985 uh -huh. when a japanese movie called tampopo was released and it was a big hit uh, in the united states at the time in many other countries of the world because it was one of the first movies that uh, we now refer to affectionately as as movies for foodies yeah. <laughs> uh, there are movies about food periodically there are festivals of movies about food. Um, and of course, the DIA has an exhibition going on right now called Coffee, Tea, yes. and Chocolate, yeah. which addresses some of these issues as well. Tampopo has recently been restored. It's one of those films that was in distribution limbo for about 15 years. But uh, essentially, it's it's a comic riff on uh, a Sergio Leone movie in which two Japanese truck drivers uh, stop because they're hungry. One guy wears a cowboy hat and has like longhorn stuff on his truck, so you know he's sort of a Western aficionado. <laughs> Stops in a noodle shop, uh, a ramen shop, and there's a, a young woman whose name is Tampopo, dandelion in English, and she is very stressed, and she is trying to get food out for people. She's running the place by herself, and they don't like her food. And they decide they're going to make it their mission like any cowboy would want to clean up the town before moving on down the road. It's going to be their mission in life to make her the greatest ramen uh, chef in the whole territory well, and cool. make her shop work. In between uh, their efforts to do this, we see images from all around Tokyo involving food, little comic vignettes about, about food, about sex, about class, about you name it. And the film ultimately is a, is a celebration of, of sensuality in yeah. every form. Yeah, uh, Tampopo cool. is this evening and, and for the rest of this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Next weekend, we begin officially the new the DFT season yeah. uh, with a Chinese thriller uh, that's, that's quite amazing. It just sort of came out of nowhere. This picture about a taxi driver uh, who's in an accident, wants to personally do something uh, to, to um, make, make things better by getting the victim... Uh, of, of this accident to a hospital and then finds himself in an absolute nightmare of bureaucracy involving <laughs> the expenses uh, that this this person who was hit uh, is incurring in the hospital and who's responsible. It's, it's a nightmare, not just about health insurance, but about what can, can happen if you are a good Samaritan. Yeah. It's, it's the old story of you know, no, no good, good deed, deed goes, goes unpunished, unpunished right? <laughs> but it also becomes a, a, a thriller that is a, a tremendous action picture, and yeah. it's it's a lot of fun. The, the week following, I just want to mention one film that I think is going to be a big contender in terms uh -huh. of many of the awards uh -huh. uh, that are coming up, and that's a documentary called Fire at Sea, which deals with the refu refugee crisis 
that is happening as we speak. Uh, this is about a small island off the coast of Italy, which daily gets huge numbers of people attempting to escape by boat from uh, North Africa and other places of the world that are in terrible turmoil. Yeah, and trying to go to Europe, yeah. What happens to the people who are attempting to flee and what happens to the residents of the area uh, where it happens? It, it looks staged. It is absolutely not. Wow. Wow. This is pure documentary and it is brilliant. And it lets you uh, really put all of the complexities of the situation together as you watch it. It was made by a, an Italian filmmaker named uh, Gianfranco Rossi. And Fire at Sea is, is really something wow. spectacular. Of course, we're also uh, doing a project um, uh, looking at the, at the situation in Detroit in 1967. Yes, 50th anniversary of uh, the disturbance the here. There were so many. You guys are, have been collecting home movies. We are looking really at home movies uh, by, by the score. Uh, our concept was to present in a, in a kind of an unfiltered way without, without making uh, or assembling a documentary that will, quote, tell people what happened. Right. Here's what happened. Here's the result. Here were the reasons. Um, and here's the solution. And no, we are attempting to show through the eyes of people who lived here uh, what the city was uh, prior to, during, and following yeah. Uh, the rebellion, I, I, I but, can't wait, but to see not this. as a chronological uh, right, situation. Right, it, just... It's to bring people in a, in a kind of time machine fashion to this place at a certain time, at a certain moment in history. And to that end, many of these home movies that are, are being brought to us are going to be almost all of them actually are going to be screened publicly um, in a series of screenings. There'll be more than a dozen of them uh, at the DIA on on selected weekday afternoons, beginning on the 26th of this month. Um, the public will be invited in to see and to comment and to, to talk uh, about what they've seen yeah. and whether or not they think these films um, have uh, some sort of emotional reson resonance right. and, and should be included in this program. This program, ultimately, we don't know what the length of it <laughs> is going to be. Yeah. There will be a, another version of it that will be seen in the Free Press Film Festival, which uh, uh, happens right. at the DIA uh, yeah. at, the, at the very end of of March, of and March. the longer version will happen at the DIA over the summer. Okay. All right. Elliot Wilhelm, curator of film at the Detroit Institute of Arts and director of the Detroit Film Theater. There's a lot going on. If you yes, want a new is. schedule, um, first of all, just go to the web, dia.org, uh -huh. and you'll find the new Detroit Film Theater schedule is up online. You can take a look at what we've got coming up. And go tonight to see Tampopo. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for being here. Thank we'll you, Steve. Catch up with you soon. That's going to do it for me this week. I'll be back on Monday. I hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET. Detroit, Wayne State's public radio station. I'll see you Monday.